Hey everyone, today I'm going to be reviewing Morbius. If you've listened to some of my news roundups, then you know I was actually kind of looking forward to this movie. The trailers were good. I was very curious to see how it would turn out. And that's why I'm disappointed to say that this movie is atrocious. I hated this movie. I really, really disliked it. This might be my least favorite movie I've ever reviewed on this channel. I'm not a fan of the Venom movies, as I've talked about in my review for Let There Be Carnage, but I've gained a whole new appreciation for them after seeing Morbius. At the very least, there's some good humor in them. There's some fun to be had in them. Tom Hardy is entertaining. He's charming. He's good. The dynamic between Venom and Tom Hardy, um, I forget the character's name, is really good. But Eddie Brock, there it is. But it's nowhere to be found in Morbius. None of that is anywhere to be found in Morbius. This movie was so bad, and I really, really disliked it. Um, I came out of the theater actively mad at the movie, which is something that has never happened before. Um, let's talk about the good stuff. First of all, the premise of this movie is good. The potential is there for a really interesting and compelling story. A man, a good man who has to deal with the thirst for blood and the conflict that arises between him and his best friend. All of that sounds good. It sounds good on paper. I just had major issues with the execution of the story, the story itself, mainly the writing. Um, during the first act, the first 30 minutes or so, I was actually enjoying the movie. Sure, it had minor issues, but nothing super offensive. I actually kept wondering, I was sitting in the theater wondering, what are all these negative reviews about? This movie's fine. It's pretty good. But as it kept going, it progressively got worse and worse to the point where I was actively upset by the end. Another thing I liked about this movie, the horror elements. Um, there were some well-done sequences that I thought were actually pretty effective. Morbius's first rampage on the boat was well-directed. That worked well. The sequence where the doctor is killed in the hallway by Matt Smith was well-directed, was well done. Um, there were some genuinely scary sequences, some genuinely tense sequences that I enjoyed that were pretty cool. Um, I also thought the action in this movie was fine. Um, it was nothing super memorable, but it wasn't bad either. It was satisfactory. I was not a fan of the big final CGI battle at the end. It was a little incoherent, but I was also already so checked out of the movie that I wasn't even paying that much attention anymore. I was like, whatever. It didn't bother me as much. Also, the over-reliance on slow motion didn't always work for me. At times it was cool. At times it was also unnecessary and cheesy. It reminded me of Zack Snyder's Justice League in the overuse of slow motion. Talking about the performances and the characters, Jared Leto as Dr. Michael Morbius is not bad. He's solid. He's fine. I had no issues with his performance. He was good. It was actually kind of weird as an audience member seeing him playing it straight and not hamming it up, especially after recently seeing House of Gucci. Um, the character of Morbius was fine. Most of my issues with this movie come from the handling of the supporting characters, not him. He was a solid protagonist and compelling enough. Adria Arjona, Matt Smith, and Jared Harris were all in the same situation where I hated, hated the handling of their characters, but their performances were fine. They all gave satisfactory performances, but were just given such horrendous material that there's only so much they can do to try to elevate it. They did the best with what they had, so I don't blame them at all for the issues with the characters. That's really all I have to say positive about this movie. Going through my criticisms, my biggest problem with this movie is the writing. First of all, the plot, it felt so forced, so unnatural. You could feel it being engineered and maneuvered just to make certain things happen. That's the point of a plot, sure, um, to make things happen that you want to happen. 
But a good script feels logical. It feels natural. What happens makes sense. The story has a sense of verisimilitude. You can sense this movie's gears grinding to get from point A to point B to point C. Not only that, but the plot is absolutely ridden with holes. I'm not going to, but I can spend a ton of time picking apart all the logic issues and things that make no sense with this movie. I can usually forgive plot holes, but this movie had no verisimilitude at all. Everything felt extremely contrived. There was no sense of reality to anything going on. And remember, by reality, I don't mean realism. It means establishing rules and adhering to those rules, having a sense of reality within the unrealistic situation or the unrealistic world. An example of the simplest, easiest, most basic verisimilitude this movie can do is establish powers for the hero and stick to those powers. It's literally the most basic, fundamental thing for a superhero movie to find the hero's powers. Yet this movie does not even do that. The main hero's powers should not be confusing. Coming out of the movie, the audience should have absolutely no confusion on the hero's powers. Yet I've listened to plenty of reviews. I've seen plenty of reactions where people are confused on what exactly Morbius's powers are. That's a terrible sign. What makes it worse is the visualization of Morbius's powers. They're not consistent at all. Sometimes they're red, sometimes they're purple, sometimes he has red eyes, sometimes he looks like a vampire, sometimes he has blue-white eyes. The inconsistency makes it unnecessarily confusing. It's just a ton of small, simple things like this that build up and prevent the movie from having a sense of verisimilitude. There's a million little things this movie could have done better that would have enhanced it. Another basic storytelling rule is that you don't just invent a new power or new ability for the hero and then have that ability be the one that defeats the enemy in the end without any sort of foreshadowing, without any sort of setup. It feels cheap. It feels like a cop-out. And that's exactly what this movie does with Morbius controlling bats. It feels unsatisfying. It feels confusing. It doesn't make sense. Another major problem I had with this movie was the conflict between Matt Smith and Morbius. I was rolling my eyes at their first argument because it came out of nowhere. They go from not knowing each other to being best friends to trying to kill each other in such little time. And I don't mean uh, how much time in the movie. I mean, just like the two hour span of the movie. That relationship is severely underdeveloped and the entire movie suffers because of it. It feels way too rushed. The conflict between these two people who are supposed to be best friends feels extremely manufactured. Um, this is what I mean when I say you can feel the gears of the script grinding. I did not buy for a second that Matt Smith would actually turn into a supervillain so easily and want to fight Morbius. When you can't buy into the central conflict between villain and hero, that's a massive problem with the movie. Also, the dialogue in this movie was terrible. There were all these really poorly done voiceover sequences with Morbius that come out of nowhere and derail the pace of the movie. I couldn't help but scoff and physically cringe at a lot of the lines of this movie. From Morbius saying, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry, to almost all of these so-called jokes. Um, talking about those jokes, this movie had some of the worst attempts at humor I've ever heard in a superhero movie. Morbius saying I'm Venom was atrocious and somehow even worse um, in the context of the movie than it was in the trailer. Let's take a moment to talk about the comedic duo of Tyrese Gibson and his detective partner. I see what they were going for. They were going for the classic straight man and goofier one to provide comedic relief. They were both completely miscast. First of all, the, uh, the goofy one, every single one of his jokes fell flat and made me cringe. Compare these two minor characters to J.B. Smooth and Martin Starr in Spider-Man No Way Home. Those guys had only one scene and yet had way more chemistry 
and were infinitely funnier. That's the difference that good writing and good casting makes. It's astounding to me that they cast Tyrese Gibson for this movie, someone who has known for oozing charm and being a ton of fun in the Fast and Furious movies, and stuck him in the boring straight man role. He completely sleepwalks throughout the movie, devoid of any of his usual charm, and I do not understand why he was not cast to be the funny one, and they could have had somebody else, somebody more deadpan, be the straight man. Again, it's just simple little things that derail the movie. Another weird thing about this movie, it fails to communicate what's happening on screen properly. That's a massive directorial failure by Daniel Espinoza. I'm mainly thinking of things like Morbius and Martine kissing, and then her somehow becoming a vampire. I still don't understand that scene. Did his blood accidentally drop into her mouth? Did he bite her? Did she purposely swallow his blood to become a vampire? I have no clue. So let's move on to how this movie handled characters. We already talked about how I disliked the conflict between Matt Smith and Morbius. I'm just going to call him Matt Smith because I forgot his name already. But let's just talk about Matt Smith's character for a second. He was terrible. They expect us to believe that this kid suddenly just adopts the name Morbius calls him, which, by the way, is the name of the dead kid who used to be in this place and then uses it in his everyday life. The character made no sense. His relationship with Morbius was so underdeveloped as we've talked about, um, talking about Martine, I hated, hated how her character was handled. She was not a character at all. This feels like we went like 30 years back into female representation in superhero movies. She had no development, no motivation, nothing. She didn't even have a personality. She was just a prop for Morbius, a cardboard cutout for a character. She was a plot device. What infuriated me even more was that they completely fridged her. They killed her to motivate Morbius. Um, at least give her a personality, at least make the audience care about her a little bit, at least give her one character trait, something, um, some reason for her to exist other than just to motivate Morbius. Um, it's atrocious. It really pissed me off. And then she becomes a vampire. She wakes up almost the exact same scene as was in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which again makes me wonder, does Sony have some sort of formula they're forcing upon these movies? It's like the exact same scene. Um, and then when I saw she was alive as a vampire, I almost got up and left the theater. I audibly scoffed. I was so close to doing that. Um, it was so bad. I was like, what is this movie? This is terrible. Um, I hated that. Um, talking about the tone, that's another thing that didn't work for me. The blending of the cheesiness and the horror really didn't work for me at all. I couldn't stand the cringiness of Matt Smith dancing in the mirror shirtless or Morbius proclaiming himself Venom. The two tones of the movie felt at odds. Um, I found myself really hating all the cheesy jokes, all the cheesy scenes. Another thing that really didn't help was the CGI. The final battle was incoherent, didn't make sense. The visualization, as we talked about, of Morbius's powers looked cool, but it's so inconsistent. They couldn't decide on one design, so they went for all of them, is what it seems like. However, the thing that bothered me the most was Matt Smith's vampire face. I thought Jared Leto looked pretty good, and the CGI on him was pretty good, his vampire face, but the face on Matt Smith looked horrendous. I could not take him seriously. He looked so bad, so ridiculous, so goofy. I just couldn't stand the sight of his face when he was a vampire. It was just so cringy, and you couldn't take him seriously. He did not feel threatening. He did not feel like a villain. He just looked like a joke, and I just I thought he looked so bad. Um, and then last but not least, um, the final thing is the post-credit scenes, which are actively insulting. Let's talk about them for a second. I think we've had a lot of discussion about them on the internet, and I think you've all seen it. 
but I just got to rant for a second about how absolutely terrible these post-credit scenes are. So they're by far the worst part of the movie. They enraged me. I'm not exaggerating when I say that they're offensive to the audience. They're offensive to the intelligence of the audience. Um, they go against every pre-established rule, every character motivation, just because Sony wants their Sinister Sticks. Vulture gets pulled into the Venomverse, completely shattering all the rules of Doctor Strange's spell that were clearly defined in No Way Home. He's in this new world. He knows what's happening. The first thing he says is, hopefully there's better food here. Absolutely horrendous forced humor that makes no sense. Okay. He should not know what's happening to him. He's then released from prison. He meets with Morbius. Never mind that Morbius still hasn't solved his problem of craving human blood. That issue hasn't been resolved, but uh, you're supposed to not think about that. The movie just drops an important plot point. So Morbius meets Vulture, who somehow has a full suit, despite there being no Stark tech and no easy access to advanced technology just lying around. So, okay, except all that. Then Vulture somehow knows Spider-Man is involved with this. I don't know how. And for some reason, he wants to team with Morbius. How does he know Spider-Man is involved? Why does he want to fight Spider-Man? How does he know Morbius? What connection do they have? Why do they even know to meet each other? None of that is important. Also, Vulture has already been established to not be an evil villain. He's a guy who wants to provide for his family, not some murderer who wants to kill Spider-Man. So in the span of these two short scenes, Sony manages to break all logic, break every defined rule, and completely assassinate the character of Vulture and his motivations. How dumb does Sony think we are as an audience that people are going to go see this, go along with it, and actually get excited? We've talked about how the endings of the movie are so important because the ending is what you remember. The ending colors your entire experience with the movie. If a movie has a good ending, you're going to remember it a lot more positively than if a movie has a bad ending. And um, this bad ending really colored my experience of the whole movie and just made me really dislike the whole movie even more than I already was. And what sucks too is that I know there are thousands of people who worked so hard into this movie pour their heart and soul into this movie. And I know every single person who worked on this movie had the best intentions and wanted this to be great. It's not like they're trying to make a bad movie, but uh, it just did not turn out well. Um, and it just is such a bummer. And those are my thoughts on Morbius. I really, really disliked it. I've kind of lost my confidence in Sony. They've had three chances now in the past few years. Um, and I've still yet to make a good live action superhero movie that's not with Marvel Studios. Um, my excitement for any future Sony Marvel projects have been significantly decreased by this movie. What did you think of this movie? Did you dislike it as much as me? Let me know in the comments, the voicemail, the email, or the form. All those links are in the description. And thank you so much for listening and have a good day.